Hello, welcome. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit different because we're going on a walk together. So as you can hear, I'm in Richmond Park at the moment. You, you might be able to hear the birds. I hope you can actually because they sound delicious this morning. And then you can hear my feet on this sloppy kind of mud terrain. Um, but in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about manifestation. Um, it's a hot topic at the moment and everyone wants to change their life and bring things in and I think one of the reasons why it is a hot topic is because we're actually you know we've had COVID so we've been locked up for two years really thinking deep about what we want we've also been kind of really exposed to our shadow side so all that pain and hurt from the past has kind of had time to marinate so we've kind of been sitting around and we're thinking shit this is why I'm where I am, but actually, where do I want to be, you know? So I'm going to open up uh, in regards to my past and show you how I've manifested, but also I want, I want you to get creative and I'm going to give you lots and lots of tips, but the reason I'm getting personal is so that you can see the shift. Okay, so yes, I absolutely do vision boards. I write down affirmations. The reason I do that is because what you want to do is you want to be so familiar now marissa peer talks about this in her work you want to be so familiar with what you want and it's got to be around you that it almost feels like you're living it um so yeah sorry i've just seen an absolute beautiful rock so i'm just picking it up and putting it in my bum bag um so you want to be familiar with it so the thing is is how can you ask for something or get familiar with it on a granular level if it is not around you you know, so you've got to understand it. Now, there's an amazing, there was a guy on YouTube, and unfortunately, I don't know his name and I didn't take notes, but there's an amazing guy who talked about how he wanted to upgrade his lifestyle. So he saved up, saved up and bought one first class plane ticket. Normally, he would go in economy. He was really fed up with economy and he wanted to upgrade his life. So he got this ticket, first class ticket, and he got, he sat there and he said, right, I need to get familiar with this. I need to, this is from now on, this is the only way I travel. From now on, this is it. So he remembered everything, the seat, the feel of the seat, the reclining bit of the seat, the tray, the service, the service people, the windows, like every tiny little detail that guy remembered. And then he said his brain got so excited by it and so um, almost data orientated by this experience that his brain then would find ways in which he can live that again and live that again. So it's a, if you think about it like kids, they have a really good day at the trampoline place and they want to go again, I want to go again, can I go again, can I go again? Because their brain wants to go again, it's the endorphins. So you see, you need one experience of one thing that you really, really want and then get so excited by it and your brain will figure out right okay well we need to change this we need to do this we need to do this right and um marissa peer again she did this one of her clients paid for her first class ticket for her to go over to see them in the states she said and she said when i turned left she said i made sure that i will never be turning right again so she programmed that experience so deep in her brain that her brain was almost like what economy what's that you know so there's a separation that happens. There's a, I have moved across to this side now, you know? 
I, if I'm out of breath, it's because there's a bit of an incline. Oh dear, I'm probably the only person who works out every day and is still not fit, but never mind. So there's this, maybe I should manifest fitness. So there's this um, separation from old to new, okay? Um, and if I give you a clear example of how I've done that, then you can, because I've manifested a lot. My life, I am a completely different person and, and quite rightly so, to be honest. And so I was living in Birmingham in a flat and shared with two girls and I was dating someone in Richmond. So I would come down on, on a bus, National Express. <laughs> I didn't have any money. So I'd come down, spend some time with them and everything. And we'd drive around Richmond and I remember feeling always very depressed about having to go back to Birmingham because I wanted to be in Richmond. I love Richmond. Now, I knew the future of the relationship was bleak because they were just awful. So I was just right, okay, well, I want to come to Richmond, but, you know, I don't, I'm, I was like, I didn't have a very good job. It was, it paid crap. I didn't have any capital to be able to put a deposit down or live off. I didn't have any, anything. I didn't have anything. And I thought, how am I going to make this move? Like everyone down here is loaded. And like the rent was like three times more than what I'm paying. Like how on earth? So do you know what I did? Every time, every time I came to see my other half, I'd sit there in their home, sit there in the park, sit there in their car, be driven around and I was collecting data constantly. I got so familiar, so familiar with the area, so familiar with the place, the smells, everything, that instead of feeling regret and remorse and sadness about having to go back to Birmingham, I started reformulating that to kind of go, you know what, I'm really excited to come back down again. I'm really excited to come back down again. So I started to kind of change the emotions so one, the emotions would be regret and, oh, I can't believe I'm not down here and my life's so shit, to kind of like, actually, this is going to be my new life. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it is. And I remember sitting in Ham Common in their car and I was watching an aeroplane go across because it's on the Heathrow flyover. I remember praying and looking up to the sky going, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I want to be down here within six months make that happen i was so desperate to change my life like everyone in birmingham that i was hanging around with it was very boozy it just it wasn't who i wanted to be and it wasn't who i was and then i saw a reflection of a piece of me in richmond that i had been hiding and i was like that's the girl that i want to be you know so i started doing that i had a vision board as well and i started imagining this place and i was like right i want I want like a metal fire uh, ladder thing. I don't want a front door. I want a metal um, ladder thing, you know, to kind of go to access the property. I mean, we didn't have these in Birmingham, but down here they're quite common. So it's like one of those fire escapes, basically. And I want to be on the river and I want to do, 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 do. So I made this list on this vision board. And then what happened was, work started to get very uncomfortable i think because i had planted this seed of you know this is who i want to be i was sat in this office with my boss who i hated and people that were just mean and horrible and boozy and i just thought oh my god i'm getting more depressed the more i'm thinking i'm wanting something else the more depressed i'm getting because i'm having to live this life 
And then I thought, you know what? Take some action. Show the universe you're serious, for God's sake. The universe isn't going to do it for you. It's going to inspire you to do it. So literally, I handed my notice in and my job. And he said, my boss said, well, what are you doing? I said, yeah, I'm going to move to Richmond. I thought, am I? And then I handed my notes in the flat. I said, yeah, I'm moving to Richmond. And they were like, oh, is it getting serious then? I was like, no, no, um, we won't be continuing, but I'm moving down because I like the lifestyle. So I gave myself bloody four weeks notice to sort it out. And I thought, how on earth am I going to do this? You wouldn't believe what happened. So the minute handed my notice in and everything and I was getting really quite scared because what was happening is we were you know showing my room to potential tenants and I was thinking oh my god I don't even have anywhere to live oh what have I done so then I handed my notice into everything and then what ended up happening I had a direct message on LinkedIn from a lady in Kingston now Kingston is like literally up the road from Richmond so I couldn't believe it and she was like, really like your profile. Would you be interested in coming to move to London and work for me? I thought, well, yeah, because <laughs> like, hello. So anyway, the pay was like about double of what I was on. And within four weeks, I moved down. And guess what? I, um, I booked two housing view it, viewings. The first one, I got to London and they cancelled. I was like, are you kidding? And then the second one, I went round. Metal staircase was the only access to the property. Yeah, fire exit, couldn't believe it. And then I said, all right, yeah, yeah. And where's the river? And he said, literally the other side of that building. And I was like, are you kidding me? That I was on the river. Couldn't believe it, couldn't believe it. But that was a big lesson because I was like, actually, you have to be bold. You have to be strong. You know, you have to be like, right, this is what I want. Like, it's a non-negotiable. I'm putting cards on the table, you know? And, and I heard this amazing saying once that said in life you only get what you're willing to negotiate and I take a lot of calls around romance and career and I say the same thing I'm like you cannot sit there and take this shit and you cannot sit there and look at the phone if they are you know the person that you're interested in is ringing you once a month and you're like taking crumbs and your boss is paying you crap and this is the life that you're signing up for you have to renegotiate that contract. Like you have to literally say, no, it's not good enough for me. And you might be in a position right now, definitely post COVID, because I really don't think you fully appreciate what you've just gone through. You've had two years of detention where all your insecurities and everything has come up to play. And then now apparently we're back to normal and you've just got to carry on. Well, guess what? You've gone back to normal to a life that you don't want because you've just had two years thinking about what you do want. So if you're feeling depressed and anxious, it's because this it's not what you want, babes. Right. So do the vision board, do the affirmations. But there's another thing that I wanted to talk to you about this is that your emotions have to match. So at the moment, I'm manifesting this apartment that I want. It's right by Richmond Park. So every morning, it's not far from where I live at the moment. So every morning, I get up at half five, put my little PE kit on. I go for a walk. I walk up Richmond Hill. Probably shouldn't be telling you this because I had the stalker recently. And um, coffee and croissant or whatever. I hit Richmond Park and there's the building. There it is. That's where I want to live. 
and I create an emotion with it and I say to myself my god I feel safe here I feel like this is my home I feel tranquil I feel complete and then I do my walk and I go back to where I live and I think oh because it's chaos it's it's not very nice to be honest so there's no point in me flittering between the emotions so there's no point in every day I go to charge up by this house that I want to live in apartment and go yeah I feel great I feel great only then to go back to oh, I feel like crap so what I have to do and this is what I did last time what I have to do is that safety that feeling of protection because that's what I'm after at the moment is just safety and security and those feelings that I'm getting from this new building because basically your desires will speak to you and this building is telling me this is your next place that you're going to live like it feels really really nice and then I have to feel what that building is making me feel throughout the day wherever I am okay so it's a bit like this right say if you're say if you want to run a marathon and say if you're like incredibly unfit quite overweight and you know you can't even run a tap let alone a marathon there's no point in going to the gym three days a week running and then going to that marathon it's too intermittent what you need to do is you need to breathe, live and breathe that marathon so even when you're not training you're resting for that marathon even when you're not training you're eating for that marathon you know you're you're getting the clothes for that marathon so you have to live and breathe that feeling that you want to experience at that marathon so if we go back to this apartment i have to live and breathe that apartment now that apartment is really nice by the way so there's no point in me walking around with a really bad posture very negative person looking like an absolute shambles i'm going to stand out like a sore thumb you know so you have to live and breathe your desires and match the vibration that that place gives you because each place and each desire will give you a feeling so it's saying basically like it's teasing you it's basically saying hey if, if you kind of manifest me this is how you're going to feel it's like a drug like ta-da, you know so you live and breathe it and that's why when you meet people you're like my god i need to date this person because they make you feel a certain way and you'll see it as well people will manifest people by right okay well I need to change part of myself, etc., because I know this person's not going to put up with this shit. Like, I know this person's just not going to put up with my crap. So you start to change and shift. Um, so, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just going up a bit of an incline. Yeah, I'm no mountain climber. Um, so it's all about continuity, and it's all about absorbing the emotions that you want to feel continuously, you know? But yeah, you can manifest anything. I mean, God, when I look back, I've manifested so much. Um, but the universe kind of tells you, you know, what's, what, what's good for you and everything. And I always say to my clients, I'm like, imagine if me and you went into a supermarket. You know, there's, there's thousands of goods there and we've got a basket each. We're not going to get the same items. So people think with manifesting, well, what happens if we all want the same thing? Well, we don't all want the same thing. That's the thing. I'll go to the supermarket, straight into the girly section, a bit high maintenance. 
you know, buy a load of stuff. I look at your basket and you've got completely different things because we're drawn to and resonate towards things and people and experiences that serve our individual soul. You know, that's why when people are like following trends and they're still not happy, it's like because that trend isn't for you. Each trend, each piece of clothing, each experience is designed from someone, you know, with a special vibration. So if you look at designer clothes, for example, look at Tom Ford, look at Gucci, look at Prada. Oh my God, I'm going up this thing. Look at them all. They make you feel a certain way. So people buy them because they want to feel a certain way. But some people don't buy them because they just don't resonate with it. You know, so your experiences are the same. You know, but don't control so much because what I learned with the manifestation process is that the, the more relaxed you are and the more like, meh, whatever. Like, I know it's mine. I do the bare minimum. You kind of want to do the bare minimum. That's what brings it in. If every day you're thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, why is it not working? Why is it not happening? It's a very um, strong energy. And um, I take a lot of calls around, you know, people wanting to manifest people. Why don't they call me? Why don't they call me? Why don't they call me? And it's like the minute they take their eye off it, they call, you know? So you've got to do your part. Meet the universe halfway. Don't do all of it, you know? If I had come to London looking for this apartment with a metal staircase, I probably wouldn't have found it. But the fact that I was like, yeah, that'd be nice. You know, and at one point I'd done this vision board and at one point I thought, you know what? Yeah, the universe gets it. It's not stupid. It's not thick. So I rolled this vision board up and threw it away. I was like, no, I don't need to see it anymore. I know what I want. The universe knows what I want and it knows the timing. But what I also did as well is I started to distance myself from the people who were really, really irritating me. So one of my desires was to move away from that social scene. And the girls that I lived with were just below par. So what I did was I started to go, hang on a minute, in this new life, when I live in Richmond, will I be talking to these people? And I was like, absolutely not. They're the reason why I'm going. And I was like, so why am I talking to them now? So I try to live as much of that life as possible in the life that I was already living, you know, and I started exercising because I noticed when I came down here, I mean, I'd never seen it in my life. On a Sunday morning, people had yoga mats and were out walking. I've never seen that in my life. I didn't even know where my local gym was. And the, and the um, swimming pool where I lived was in the next town. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this is completely different. But it was something that I wanted to be and who I wanted to be. So yeah, I just started changing my life and lifestyle. And I remember getting so much shit for it. I remember I had a, um, a best friend at the time. And he said, I never forget it. He said, oh, now you've got your career. You don't want anything to do with me. And I thought, well, there you go. That's a supportive message if ever I've heard one, you know. And I thought, yeah, I was right all along. These people are not good for me. They're keeping me down. So I started to try and live as much as that life. So by the time I had arrived, I had a nice little body. I was ready to go. I was enthusiastic. 
my eyes were full of wonder i couldn't wait you know so yeah you've got you've got to have a bit more faith in yourself okay and and i do want you to recognize that we have just spent two years in prison basically you know feeling all these feelings recognizing who we are what we don't want to be anymore what we don't want and now we're kind of having to go back to our old lives and it's like i don't want that old life i want something new so follow your heart expose yourself to things change your routine a little bit you know even start dating different people i mean i date nice people i don't really care about gender to be honest if you're nice i'll date you i think you're great you know so just try and diversify your life a little bit but in terms of manifestation honestly things and objects are leading you it's like crumbs it's like skittles they're always leading your your path like i know um i'm going to be hugely successful i know it and do you know why because the universe keeps showing me like this apartment is full of people who are extraordinarily successful i'm like bloody hell who lives in there you know and it's like i resonate with it and i'm like okay that's a message then and then I keep getting clients saying to me, like, you're doing really well. And I'm like, oh, OK, thank you. And then I had another client who said, you know, I just need you to know how far you've come. And I thought that was really, really sweet. I didn't ask for it. So you're going to get little signs. You're going to get little feedback. Every conversation is information, right? So, my God, believe in yourself. Get out and about. See what you're being pulled to. And then go, right, OK, yeah, this is the life that I want. And try and live as much as that life as you can in your current life. Because you'll be so pulled to it. And, and you might think, well, what happens if I end up, the universe thinks, well, you can just live this life then in your old life. It doesn't work like that. It honestly doesn't. You'll be pulled to your new life before you even think. Think about it. So, yeah, have fun. Have fun with it. In my previous um, episode, I talk about the importance of fun. Lightens the mood you know don't ever engage or subscribe to a negative feeling just don't i mean even now i'm in richmond park and um you know there's going to be a point in about 10 minutes that i start walking back to where i, I live now and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna absorb those feelings of frustration or you know like Ugh. you know because i have to think where i live now is something the um Sorry, there was a dog that just came at me. Um, the, where I live now is something that I wanted, you know, a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I loved it. And now I've just outgrown it, you know. So give yourself a break. Don't give yourself, you know, too much disappointment. You know, these are all feelings that you bring on yourself. You know, I've got people in my life now that are just not going to be in my new life. They're awful. I've outgrown them and they haven't stepped up. So we're cool. So I will go throughout my day today and um, ignore them. I ain't got time for this shit, you know, because the same thing is happening now where in the, my old life, you know, I said my best friend was like, um, oh, you don't, you don't want to hang out anymore. You mean I don't want to get drunk every night? You know, the same thing is happening now. So, you know, you're having a growth spurt when you start to get really annoyed with where you're at. You know, big changes are coming. And I've spoken about this before, where one day you can start a new job and say Karen is next to you, one day you'll think Karen is brilliant. Six months later, you're wanting a bit of a pay rise, you're wanting this, Karen becomes incredibly annoying. So you start to get really frustrated in your current life. 
that's your guides moving you along. That's your guides ruining it for you. Trust them. Yeah? Anyway, I better go because I'm going to walk back, walk past my new place. Love you.